My name's Jay Philippi, and I've spent my life in and around the media. TV, radio, the movies, and more. I love them, and I hate them, and I always have an opinion. Call this The View from the Flip Side. It's that time of year when the networks settle down for a nice season of Christmas specials and series reruns. It's also the time when they start shaking out the series that will be back or not for another season. The cancellations list is much longer than it used to be. That has less to do with the quality of the shows than it does with the fact that there are more networks that are creating original series programming. Back in the day, it was ABC, CBS, and NBC. Then, Fox and The CW. Now you have all the streaming networks that are discovering that no matter how great the concept sounded at the beginning, a lot of television programs never managed to pull it all together. And as long as we're being honest here, most of the programs canceled won't be familiar to any of us. They didn't draw an audience, and some were yanked after only a few episodes. As I scan down the list, I see plenty of shows I don't recognize. On ABC, there's The Crossing, Alex Incorporated, and Take Two. On NBC, we say goodbye to Shades of Blue, Champions, and The Brave, while CBS shuts off the lights on Salvation and Zoo. Some big names got the boot as well, like the utterly dreadful Murphy Brown reboot. Great bloodlines don't always help either. Marvel saw several of its series dropped with Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage all being dropped by Netflix. For those jonesing for more MCU television, the Disney Plus initiative is looking at a whole series of series involving secondary characters from the movies. And there will always be programs that have run the course and are ready to step out of the spotlight. Veep ran through seven seasons before HBO announced the end. The Big Bang Theory will depart at the end of its 12th season, much to some folks' delight. Fox's Gotham made it through five seasons before getting the axe. Some shows even get canceled for reasons that have nothing to do with things like ratings. NBC has dropped the Megyn Kelly show after the show underperformed and the star kept putting her foot in her mouth. And House of Cards collapsed after Kevin Spacey got caught up in charges of inappropriate behavior. From my personal viewing list, there is at least one show that won't be coming back that I will miss. NBC's Reverie was an interesting idea with a technology that allows people to live out their dreams via a computer link-up. It will be interesting to see if any of the next round of shows are any better. Life takes you some strange places. Go back, say, three years. I had no idea what a cryptocurrency was. Last year, I heard some stories about something called Bitcoin and the outrageous amount of money a single one of these, whatever they are, were worth. Then, this past year, I ended up working on a nine-book series. I was the narrator for the audiobook versions on all kinds of cryptocurrency and the background of the digital currency concept. Based on my conversations around here, most people are still somewhere in the range of never heard of it to, yeah, maybe... So a quick swing through the background. Cryptocurrency is a digital kind of money, not like PayPal, which is based in regular cash and just uses a digital system to transfer that money. Cryptocurrency is entirely digital. It is virtual. It is not controlled by a government or an organization. New money is created through solving problems that are in code. That's where the crypto comes from. Here comes the two most important features that figure in this story. Anyone can create a cryptocurrency, and the values of the currency can be extremely volatile. They're not backed by any real assets like gold, and there is no insurance against loss. 
All of which means it is a buyer beware environment right now. Starting about a year ago, you may have seen many celebrities pushing cryptocurrencies. And that brings us around to the story for today. Two celebrities have been tagged by the Securities and Exchange Commission for involvement in fraudulent deals. Boxing champion Floyd Mayweather and music producer DJ Khaled were paid to endorse a cryptocurrency called Centra. Because neither let their followers know that they were paid endorsers, they violated the rules. They had pushed what is called the Initial Coin Offering, or ICO, for Centra. That's very similar in concept to an IPO, where a company first makes stocks available. The two founders of Centra were charged with fraudulently raising over $32 million from thousands of investors in 2017. The lure of cryptocurrency is that if you get in at the right moment with the right currency, you can get rich. Like any investment, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Even the legit cryptocurrencies come with immense risks. These may be the currency of the future. Or it may just be another way to separate the rubes from their money. One of the great things about the internet is that just when you think you found all the strange weirdness that it can possibly possess, it surprises you with something new. This is also one of the worst things about the internet. One of the criticisms of Twitter from its earliest days is that it tends to make a narcissist out of us all. At its worst, it becomes all about how you feel, what you think, what you're eating, what you're doing. Here's a little clue from all the rest of us to all the rest of us. None of you are that interesting. But it's possible that I have found the most self-involved part of our self-involvement on social media. At least the Twitter portion of it. It begins with a promoted post. Now, a promoted post is a tweet that you pay Twitter to spread far and wide. Rather than only your followers seeing your brilliance, you can pay for more people to see it. For people promoting businesses, services, products, or brands on the social platform, this is a perfectly logical concept, and therefore not the topic of conversation here today. No, these are people who are paying to have just ordinary tweets pushed out to the wider world. If you want to check this out, there is a Twitter account that specializes in them. Slide on over to at advertised twit to see all the mundane and occasionally insane things people are paying to have promoted. I must admit, when I first checked out the feed, my thought was, yeah, so I see this kind of stuff all the time. Here are some recent tweets featured. A tweet complaining about customer service and canceling an account. One that reads, and this is going to challenge my professional enunciation, real eyes, realize, real lies. Another that says, hey, Twitter, guess what? And several that appear to be total gibberish. Again, I see this kind of stuff on Twitter every day. But these are tweets people have paid money to promote. The current average cost for such a promotion is $1.35 an engagement. For gibberish. Who has that kind of money? My favorite one, though, was by at Brendan Bigley, which reads, Hey, I'm Brendan. Sometimes I buy Twitter ads telling people to have a good day, and this is one of those times. Hey, have a good day. Or night. Promoting a tweet about a tweet, wishing everyone a good day. That is money well spent, in my opinion. Call that the view from the flip side. The View from the Flip Side is written and produced by Jay Philippi. You can follow this program on Twitter at Radio Flipside or visit our website at viewfromtheflipside.com. 